and welcome to Uncover Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Caleb Bowers, and today I'm joined with even more important guests, Divas. Give me a little shout out here. HB King, babe. And Ashton Baez. Yes. (laughs) Super, super excited to have everyone on here. I think this is going to be maybe one of the biggest topics that we could ever talk about on this podcast. Um, First of all, thank you to everyone for coming in and listening. Uh, This is going to be a great experience. It's going to be a very organic experience, and I'm looking forward to it. So, right into it, though. For Ashton and Ace, being creators, also, little plug in here, shameless plug, now both of you signed to the Sasani Network. As we should. As you should, part of the family, (laughs) right? Um, This is a moment that you guys have a real possibility to make an impact, you know, and I'm doing this right, I'm dropping these little teasers right now because... We can't let the people know exactly what it is until we dive into it, right? Um, right. This is a moment where you two can make a massive social impact, um, inspire a lot of people, and just show people how powerful they actually are, right? As humans, just at their at the very base of everything, just being human beings. Um, Sophia, also shameless Ooh. plug, intern for Sasani Network, I guess, Sasani in the house. As um, she should. <laughs> um, but so, Sophia, this is a moment for you to kind of – just take grips, right? And to be able to express, you know, yourself freely in the fact that you're doing the same thing, right? There's a lot of people that have a lot of questions for all three of you. Um, and there's a lot of people that might be, I guess you could say, scared to ask those questions at times, you know, because they don't always have, I'm lucky. If I ever had questions, right, no matter what, even as a straight male, I have, I've got a huge outlet, right? I can ask, I need three of you. I might get, who knows, I might be walking up the crazy tree, right? I might get too much information. Yeah, I might get you, too much, honestly. But it depends on what you want to know. What you want to know, <laughs> right. know? But you see what I'm saying? Like I have my outlet. So we're here to be that outlet for people. Um and hopefully we, you know, we answer a lot of questions that they may have. So diving into it now, people maybe have a little bit of an idea. We're diving into the world of LGBTQ plus community members. And really what that means, you know, we're trying to break down the process from you know, how have you been in your position as creators for you two? And Sophia, how have you been as a community member? And just how are we going to help people get through um, and feel more comfortable with themselves? Um, how do you feel, right? Like, do you feel kind of like a pressure being an influential LGBTQ plus community member, right? Like, how do you take that power and, and how, do you gonna, how are you going to run with it? Um, I mean, I don't even... Avery, Avery can talk on this one because I don't even, he was the first person that was just like, Ashton, like, you have a following. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, bitches look up to you. And I was like, yeah, I guess. But like, I'm just chilling. You know, like, I'm just, <laughs> like, I'm just making videos. And like, so it took me a while to realize I had a platform and mm-hmm. I could like make a change. And then when the whole Black Lives Matter movement happened and all these bitches were crickets, like everybody was just crickets about it. And then, like, people actually started, like, giving a fuck and, like, being vocal about it. And I was just like, oh, let me use my platform correctly. And so I started being vocal and posting Black Lives Matter stuff, LGBTQ stuff, all the, like, misogynistic, like, all that shit. Being vocal about, like, obviously not being misogynistic. Yeah. And, like, everything in general. So I feel like that was, like, the moment when I was just like, oh, yeah, I can actually be vocal about my opinions and hopefully 
help these bitches that are closed minded not be <laughs> for so, elevate them right as you should bitch preach huh? Avery how about you um I mean like how does it feel being a gay influencer right now I mean like I really don't care I mean like oops I like men I'm attracted to men it's whether like you like it or you don't like yep. like you're gonna I still make you laugh like there's still some reason why you came back and watched me like I don't care if you're I'm not I don't feel like I'm only talking to, like, the gay people. I don't feel like I'm only talking to girls. Like, I'm talking to the full spectrum. Like, I want everybody right. to be able to feel comfortable, everybody to be able to laugh. And that's just what it is at the end of the day. Like, oop, I'm gay. It's you going to like it or you don't. Like, get over it. It's 2020. Right. It's 2020. Like, just because I love 2021 at this point. Right. You should not fucking um, be feel some type of way about me just because I like a man. Like, just right. you still like girls and let me like my man. Right. And one thing that Sophia and I actually were talking about earlier today is trying to, you know, like you said, you don't just appeal to gay people. Right. Like that's that's not like you're not just like this really niche market. right? You're not this really niche influencer. People like you from all over. And that's that Gen Z mentality, too, that I don't think like a lot of like, you know, the older generations really get that yet. Right. People just accept people for who they are now. And like right. people have an issue with that. And I, that, that's a whole nother issue, right? But one thing that we were talking about today is understanding that the LGBTQ plus community is not just the active people who are open about being gay, right? It's also the straight people that support that community, right? It's, you know, people kind of take the idea of like that community and then putting it down to the sole individuals, I guess you could say. But the truth is, what is a community, right? It's a shared group of people with a common interest, common value set. And, you know, for me, for example... I mean, I consider myself a straight male, right? And mm-hmm. but I have complete support for the LGBTQ plus community, and I consider myself in that community because of the fact that I'm here to ride, right? I'm here to support. Like it is one hundred percent. Like yeah. you know, like I'm here to help you, especially in the position that I have. You know, business wise, I'm here in a in a time in my life where I can help you project your voice and I can help you make a make a difference, right? And I love that. I can't even lie to you. Like that, I wake up every day feeling like I'm doing something great, um, and that's a great feeling. So that kind of like segues me into a way of my next question, and I want all three of you to answer this question. It's when you're helping others, right? And for example, we've had, um, especially with Ace, we've seen an outpouring of people that are asking you, you know, in terms of when they want to come out. Right. They, they have that. It's the deep moment. We're getting deep here. You know, people are asking, you know, how did you come out in terms like that? And we're not asking you to answer that right now. But what I'm saying oh, is people oh. are coming to you. You can if you want. But people are coming to you because they see that support in you. Right. And they they actually are looking at you as a role model and a figure because you empower them. So what are you guys going to do, you know, as your careers undoubtedly continue to grow? What are you going to do to help um, people feel more comfortable and in themselves in their own skin? Who? Yeah. Who hard, the podcast away? that asked the hard questions. I told you. I'll go first so I can, <laughs> um, so I can order some food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like just like just showing people are like just expressing on my platform that it is okay to be who you are. Like, yes, it is a scary like time and it's a scary moment. And like, nerves getting in the way and like 
you might be less confident than I am, but like, I'm just gonna like try to express like way more that it's okay. Like it's okay that you're different. It's okay to be looked at as weird or different. Everybody, everybody likes different. And you know, if people have something negative to say, it's probably because they like have an idea or want to be as confident and want to be as um, expressful as we are. You know what I mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. Ashton, how do you feel? Um, yeah, like, obviously, I'm gonna try to be as like authentic and like, show them. I, I don't know, I try to use my platform to be happy, positive, most of the time. But like, and I feel like that just goes to the screen. And like, like, I get a lot of DMs are like, you help me with my confidence, just seeing how much you like, love yourself and like, mm-hmm. boost your head. And then I get, I do get the ones where it's like, hey, like, how do I come up to my, like, how, how do I come out to my really, um, like, conservative, like, you know, Christian family, all these, like, all, the, all this, all that. Right. And, like, my, my, like, best bitch, Nia, she said, like, because people will ask, like, anybody that, like, any gay person, usually, like, any gay person has that experience of being asked, like, how should I come mm-hmm. out? And I feel like, like, Nia low-key said it best. She was just like you don't even have to come out. Like Mm -hmm. literally coming out isn't for anybody else. You constantly come out. You don't just come out once. Like every situation you're in every day, when you step out the house, you're seen in a different light, no matter what. So it's kind of like, so honestly, I don't even know how to answer that question. Cause it's like, come out if you feel like you should come out, but also if you don't want to, and you don't feel safe, then don't do it. Cause really at the end of the day, then that can just really, really hurts you more than right. what it could 100%. at the end of the And like, I feel like it was low key a trend to just come out. Cause everybody on YouTube was coming out to their parents and like getting views. Yeah. And like, not like not saying that that's the only reason people were, but like, I feel like it was very much like low key endorsed. So on that topic, do you think that, you know, as you say, you think it was low key the worst. Do you think that that was maybe people were doing that because it was kind of in that moment considered like a social norm and something that you could just do casually, right? Um, more than you could say when it's when people aren't just posting on YouTube all the time and you're not um, kind of de- like more private. I'm in, most definitely, like if I see like, like I'm not even gonna lie, like I've seen people be comfortable with coming out and like making it okay on YouTube. Like I was young when I came out, I was fucking 15, but I was seeing mm-hmm. all these other people be so happy about coming out. Like I remember what you're talking about, Ashton. Like everybody was just coming mm-hmm. out, coming out, coming out, coming out, coming out. Like I remember that shit. I was just like, oh fuck it, they coming out, I can come out too. Fuck, like, <laughs> I, I can come out too. Right, I was so, like, damn. that's how it was with me. Okay, back to ordering food. <laughs> I was like, damn, bitches be gay. Like I was shook. But, um, yeah, I don't know. But I feel like that being said, I feel like we shouldn't, like, make it so, like, push that it's so normalized in society. Because at the end of the day, like, LGBTQ plus people do have to, like, worry more when they step out the house compared to, like, a straight white cis male, you know? So it's like... That being said, yes, I want to promote positivity, but I also want to be a real ass bitch and let these people know, like, as a member of not the white privileged society that's straight, then you should probably have, like, a taser of some sort or something like that. So, Sophia, I want to hear your experience, right? Because these two, they're in a totally different light. Yeah, that's, yeah. I want to hear it from, I guess what you could say, like, 
the the non-influencer side of it right the yeah. more common person side of it yeah well honestly okay so i practically came out uh my sophomore year of high school and honestly like my parents i they did not know that i was gay anything like that i mean they had you know hints and stuff um but i honestly did not give a shit about what other people think like that's my as biggest you should, thing as exactly <laughs> it's seriously it's honestly my biggest thing i tell people like seriously don't give a shit about what other people think you know right. it's just like it's nobody else's business like what what's the harm that it's going to do to you you know and it's a, that's okay so here we go with mm -hmm. the segues love to see that team <laughs> um you know because a lot of people do i've even seen this from people that i know that have come out they have felt Ooh. like if they come out right that whether it's not it might not be physical harm even though back in the day it could have led to that right and i think at very severe times it still can today mm -hmm. um but it's more of that mental right and the psychological harm that it can take and you know so that is the real thing that i wanted to get into out of that question it's how can people help themselves because it's it's going to be difficult right and there's going to be you're going to have to be super resilient if you're going to receive that hate right how can people help themselves to kind of deflect that yeah so i mean pretty much you got to have like a support system as well you know mm -hmm. it's hard going through things alone and by yourself um so just always have good friends around you you know people that support you they don't care who you're with what you are you know you just got to have a good support system have someone to lean back on and you know we we have ourselves at the end of the day right if we don't have that support system we need to have ourselves you know we're all human beings and you know it's just i don't know you just gotta have yourself too. Yeah, and, and I can vibe with that. How about you two? You vibe with that? Oh yeah, one hundred. Oh hell yeah! And one thing that I want to ask too, and this is to all three of you, it's what is one time that you did feel that you were harmed by someone, and how did you take steps to rebuild yourself to be stronger out of that? This is the hard question. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I don't like throwing my parents into things because obviously I love my parents, love my family. 100%. They're the fam. Um, but I guess more so like they, I don't like to say they harmed me, you know, just made me just not really like who I was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you always want to change yourself. So you're in that social norm, right? Cause we, we are different. And, um, one thing that helped me a lot was writing. I love to write, you know, put down my thoughts, my feelings, everything, everything like that in a notebook, you know, when you don't feel like you can talk to anybody, you know, always writing will get you somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, do things that will calm you down, that get you thinking, read, you know, draw, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that I helps. like that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm going to come back to that because that plays into something else that we've talked about on my podcast. So how about you two? No, Ash, you can go first. Um, I hate to be this bitch, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I hate to be this bitch, but like, I don't know. I'm like the most conflict that I deal with being like, you know, a faggot ass bitch is like, 
being like a Christian as well. Yeah. Which, sorry, I got to speak on it, you know. But like, like, yeah, that's the biggest conflict that I've had, like growing up, like hearing like, oh, gays are burning in hell, you know, the typical, mm-hmm. you know, the typical bad Christian, if that's a thing. Well, it is. And so, <laughs> well, I wouldn't even say they are a Christian yeah. at that point. But um, yeah, so I feel like that's the biggest conflict with me and my like mental health or being like stupidly, not even stupidly oblivious to like the real world problems, but like I've been in situations where like I've been around my friends' friends and my last, my like my last thought was to think like, oh, are their friends cool with me? Cause like of me as a gay dude, like, are they gonna be chill? But like, but I was just like ignorant to that, I guess, because I don't know, I guess I thought better of our generation and our world, but yeah, and like, to definitely go with that, you know, obviously even very recently you've been going through that, right? Oh, um, no. However, I think recently you've been coming at that thing as a, you're a one man army. <laughs> we don't need anyone's help. You've been taking that yeah. on and oh my goodness, going <laughs> at them. But we love to see that though, right? Like people Thank just you. coming at you yeah. out of line and the fact matters, you, I mean, whether they feel like they are set back in line, you're doing it. Like, like I mean, you're putting you. them in their place. So <laughs> you, you love to see that part. But Avery, how about you? Um, Well, really, the question was, right, uh, like, how did you, like, come back from the hate and, like, rebuild mm-hmm. yourself yep. after? Like, you know, I... You know, people, I, yeah, I was teased a lot. Like, I was teased so much. Like, my little ass used to play football and baseball. Then I got into tracks. So I was a little sports star, so I used to get teased. <laughs> these used to call me so many names, like, like putting gay with my name and shit. But I think it really hurt when I came out to, like, my family and, like, m- my dad's side, typically. Like, you know, they they grew up in the Christian home. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was the first boy, and I was always in church with them, but, like, when I when like when I came out and like it had to be like a whole crying thing and a crying match or like yeah. you know like just made me feel like I was doing them, like I was breaking their heart in some way and like I felt like they didn't want me around and like it was just a lot and I like just rebuilt myself by like just being like who I wanted to be like I could finally like these people don't like fuck with my ways then I they didn't really love me to begin with like they don't love me. Like, you know, like how they say they do, like, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to stand by me through whatever, and especially like, especially being my family, like, you're supposed to be there for me, you're supposed to mm-hmm. make sure I'm doing good, make sure I'm okay, and like, when I lost that, I'm like, when I, like, that's when trust issues came, it was right. a lot, but like, I just rebuilt myself by just being who I wanted, being who the fuck I wanted to be unapologetically, like, it's either you like me or you don't. And period. look at what you've done with that. Right. Like literally, you've you've literally taken what I guess your family maybe would have called like a weakness and you mm-hmm. have fully turned it around to the point of you accept yourself, you love yourself and you found a whole lot of people that love you just as much. Right. And that's Period. awesome. That's so dope. Like that in itself is a testament to just how much support there is in this world. And I you know, know. and like I, we've kind of talked about this before, you know, really all three of us that every time someone says something negative, it, it cuts so deep, right? It could be someone that you've never met and they say something negative, doesn't matter what it's about. And it's just like, damn, like you start to doubt, right? But you right. could get a million things of positivity and it's like, great, 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 great. But that one thing, and it just cuts you. 
So having that sense right, and what I think it, I see it a lot too with you guys as creators, because there is always negativity. You something could be literally flawless in our like mindset, right? Oh, campaign was great, perfect, the way we wanted to go, right? And some troll is gonna come and say some troll stuff, right? And you just can't get around it. And you guys just over here just ping, 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 ping. Like love to see that. Um, one more thing that I wanted to go back to was your point, Sophia in saying that you know you found writing and drawing right that physical very like kinesthetic portion seemed to be relieving for you um this goes back to our mental health series so for you two i don't know if you've checked it out or not but we did a two-part series um and one was with someone who directly suffered from depression um was even at a point where they had suicidal thoughts and the second one was with a health medical health professional who specializes in you know actually the diagnosis process um, but also in the recovery and the strengthening of that person. So when we were in the second portion of it, she brought up something where it comes down to if you're feeling, you know, at any time, I forget the process and what it's called. I think she calls it like the, the scale, the, the rating process or something like that, or the rating method. It's you write down the things that you're doing when you kind of feel like you're in these moods, right? Whether it's positive or negative, you write down like these different things that you're doing and you start to number them off. And one means that I don't really find happiness in it. And 10 means that like you kind of forgot everything and you're like at your like peak of like um, efficiency in, in terms of like having your energy levels back up. Right. And you're, you're feeling great. And she started to say, like, as you do more of these things, you'll start to learn what's a 10 for you and what's an eight for you. And you'll start to see what's a two for you and what's a one, right? And you'll start to knock out those ones and twos and you'll just start to avoid them. And I thought that that was amazing, right? Like, because it really gives you the ability to sit back and because people forget, right? People forget what makes them happy at times because there's so much coming at you at all different times of this world. People do forget. But if you have on piece of paper, damn, I felt like a 10 when I did this last time. You just go back to it, right? And it gives you that real quick ability to have only seven and ups if you really want it in your life. Now, does that mean that there's not going to be more ones and twos that come? No, of course not, right? That's what the adversity in life is all about. But having more of those tens gives you that, that sense of structure and that sense of strength to then be able to cope with that, right? And, and know and understand that this is just how it makes you feel, yet that's not how you have to feel, right? In that, that moment, it might not be great, but that 10 is going to come back as soon as this moment's over, and you're going to feel great again. And that was amazing to me. I thought that was like, I wish I knew the method. I'll have to look it up. I'll send it to you guys all. I'll uh, text it in the group. But I, oh my gosh, that blew my mind. So I, now I kind of want to move on. We're going to wrap this up here in about five minutes. I want to move on to the, I guess, the final topic. It is, what do you think is the least promoted thing in terms of like building your self-love? Like, what is something that people can do every day, whether that's they wake up and they look in the mirror and they just say, you know, uh, what is it, their daily affirmations? Like, they wake up and say that in the mirror at themselves. Like, what is it? Like, what do you guys do? I have my own process. I'll say it at the end. Um, you know, I, I, I'm all about yours today, right? So I'll say it at the end. I'm not trying to gas it, like my own situation up. But what is your guys' process for, you know, if you're ever feeling down? Um, once again, sorry to be that Christian ass bitch, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, it's a safe space. For, right. Right. Amen. And, uh, but like, for me, I just know in my heart, like that no matter what people say, 
no matter what I even think of myself, like I know like I'm perfectly and wonderfully made by like mm-hmm. Mike. Yeah. So it's like at the end of the day, even if I'm like being a rude ass bitch to myself in my head, at least I can lean on like the affirmations of like God for me. And I so just want to you. So you kind of like um, went out for a little bit there. I just want to make sure that you said that you you always remember that you were created perfectly by your creator, right? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. This so that people don't think I cut it out because <laughs> they literally cut out on that one word and then went back into what you were saying. So, uh, just wanted to make sure that I got in there. Avery, how about you? Um. So basically, for me, like if I'm ever like feeling down or like I just, I just like remember like I'm not trying to be this bitch, but like I just remember like I'm that bitch. Like I remember like I just have to tell myself like what are you doing right now? Yeah. Like should you be this upset? Like what's really got you down? How can you like, how can you make light of, uh, out of a dark situation? So like a negative comment, girl, go do it. That comment and make light out of a dark situation. That's what it is for me. And just like me just keeping up with myself, like, you know, washing my face and like just really taking care of my skin. That that's a real, that's like really like therapeutic to me. Like mm-hmm. when I'm able to be in the shower and just wash everything away, I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I'm gonna have a good day. So I just, I just remember to be like, kind of just remember, just like uplift, like it's okay to uplift myself. Like it's okay to say I'm a bad bitch. It's okay to feel like mm-hmm. um the baddest bitch in the world. That's okay. So I just be telling myself sometimes like, girl, get the fuck up, get your boots and your coat. Yeah. But this, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, no doubt. Suit up, <laughs> suit up and boot up. You know, that's how it is. Yeah. Suit up and boot up. Uh, Sophia, how about you? Um, let's see here. Okay. I, I agree with uh, Avery. Um, but I don't know if this is going to make any sense at all. Oh, here we go. But, um, what I do usually when I'm in a negative space, um, or just a bunch of negative things are happening in my life, I. Yeah. No, okay. you're good. Just make sure. To, just make sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll cut um, that too. anyways, um, if a lot of negative stuff is going on in my life, I like to think that there's something it's because there's something positive that's about to happen. Something mm-hmm. great is just Ooh. about to happen, you know? All this negativity is just building up for something great that's in the future for you. So that's why I, I always keep that in mind. And people that struggle with, you know, negative negativity and stuff like that, I bring that up to them like, hey, there's a lot of negative in your life, but that just only means that something great is about to happen for you. I like that. So I'll finish this off with my process. And then I, there's one thing that I think encapsulates everything that we were saying. Um, my process, because, you know, most of the times I notice that I get down about, like, feeling whether or not I'm making continue. I'm, I am super, super focused on progressing myself. Like, and my biggest thing in life is, like, trying to create generational wealth, like, and happiness for my family. And, like, um, you know, for me, I am always stressing about that. Like, I, I, can't, I wish I could, like, stop sometimes because it really takes over sometimes. But for me, I always sit back, and if I'm in that mood, right, first of all, I got old girl to talk to. That helps out a lot, right? Um, but really what I do for myself, if, if that's not an option, is I, like, think about the value that I have brought to people, right? And what have I done to, like, help someone else build their dreams? Or what have I done? And that doesn't just go with you guys as creators, right? That means like, what have I done even for my friends? Like, did they did they need me to come help them build something? I helped them build it, right? It's it's anything like that, um, you know. So I always try to like like go back and say, dude, you're doing things. Like, yeah, it might not be happening as fast as you want it to, 
but you're doing things right and like be have confidence in that and know that what you're doing has impact even if it's right the stone that moves makes an impact just as much as the boulder that runs through okay. right there's something there's something that's being changed in that moment and whether you can see it or not that just depends on you know if it's in front of you right so that that's one thing but now for the overall view um i think it's important for people to take what we've just said and gather one bit of information on that and that is that everyone's process is different and the fact that the not like all four of these options might not work for you right you might have to you know and one thing that people need to remember is if you're really down therapy is always an option 100 oh, yeah i agree with Absolutely. that yeah for sure you know it, it's just it's not something to shy from it's not sh- something to feel ashamed of it is something that 100 percent people can benefit from and you know whether that means you're going to find it in the first therapist who knows we might have to go through six or seven to, to get right. to that one that you really click with but that's an option but everyone has their own process everyone has the ability to feel like they're at their greatest at all moments um and if they don't everyone has the ability to to get back there um, you just have to find out which way that is that you do that. But that's the end of this podcast. I want to wrap this up by saying thank you to Sophia. Thank you to Ashton. Thank you to Avery. Um, this has been enlightening. right? I think there are a lot of people that, especially you guys as fans, that want to listen to this. Um, and they just want to freaking know what's up. Right. They they just want to know they a little, just a little sliver of the insight into your lives. Um, even you, Sophia, right? What do you say, Here. Avery? I said we not always smiley happy and fucking <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> um but yeah, but that, I just want to say again, thank you for coming on. Um obviously I'm going to see you guys probably in the next like day or so cuz we are very close. So, um you know, thank you again and I hope you guys enjoyed you. your time on the show. And other than that, Stay bad, and that's Uncovered Podcast. Period.